0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with Anthony Ray, guys. This is a very, very special show. Uh, we have a special guest with us today. We got Erica Salvamini from Just for Paws Pet Spa and Academy. Uh, Erica's a good friend of ours. Very insightful. She's a fellow groomer. We got her on the show, and uh, we got all of that coming up. And uh, we're going to listen to what Erica has to say in this episode of Groomer Humor.
1: She became overweight, stinky, several vertebrae fused together. Sophie was going to be euthanized. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I remember Sophie starting the Dynavite. She has loved it. She is no longer stinky. She is full of life. Dinovite is nutrition. Get them on Dynavite right away while they're healthy. You won't
0: believe how happy your dog will be. I get my
1: Dinovite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com.
2: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com
0: And welcome back to Groomer Humor. Once again, we're your hosts. I'm Rudy V. along with Anthony Ray. Ant, man, how are you doing? Before we talk to Eric, I I need to talk to you a little bit, Ant, because uh, barbershops are just opening up, man. Is that good news for you?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm starting to feel a bit ape-like. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it's. But here's the thing, though, dude. I don't know if I want to cut my hair just yet. Really? You look like no, a gorilla. I, I, I do. I do. I, except, thanks to you, uh, I don't have hair on the back of my legs. Sorry, I might have... Uh, I was away from the mic for a second there, looking at the back of my legs, because they're bare, thanks to you. Because for some <laughs> reason, you don't have hair <laughs> on have your no legs.
0: Hair. no hair. You have no, no hair. hair. Nope. No, no hair. I'm very hairless. Yeah, I don't don't know why that happened. I have like, the thing is though, because of my varicose veins, like, and Mm -hmm. no hair, the varicose vein is very prevalent. You know, like you can, you can see it. It's, it's, yeah. I wish I did have some hair on my leg. At least my right leg.
2: Right. Yeah. I wish my whole right
0: leg was just full of hair. Yeah.
2: So you're hairless. Well, here's the thing too. It gets noticed all the time. Like it's not even something where it's like, oh, well, at least nobody notices. I get asked, all the time in the summer if i'm wearing shorts dude how come you don't have any hair on the back of your legs it's yeah, like front yeah. of your legs are totally hairy and there you got no hair <laughs> on the back of your it,
0: it's waiting it, every time way do you start getting a bald spot that crown balding on the top of your head
2: because that's Maybe also that's, very hairless right that's the whole thing like yeah. i currently don't have dude. the monkey butt on yes, on, on my head. head yeah and yeah. That's the thing. It's like, do I really cut? I have such long hair right now due to everything that's been going on. So yeah. do I really want to chop it all off or do I want to enjoy these flowing locks? Yeah. You're, yeah, I would why? enjoy
0: it. Cause you know why you're not going to fare well when you start going bald, you are not going to do as good I'm as just I, gonna I shave
2: am. my head when I, when yeah. that happens.
0: Yeah. And then you're going to look like a pumpkin head.
2: Thanks. Yeah. You, you, yeah, uh, I better yeah.
0: wait first. Yeah. Cause you look like a basketball.
2: I'm more of a volleyball, but whatever. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I
2: don't. I don't know the difference.
0: Well, whatever it is, this is going to be an interesting show though today because we got Erica Salvamini and uh, talk about insight, man. Erica is awesome. So uh, yeah,
2: you know, Erica's pretty pretty profound. So she blows yeah. my mind every time we every time we talk to her. So I'm really she, looking forward. To, uh, yeah,
0: she's to deep. You guys have to listen to the show because she does. Uh, Erica does Reiki, um, which is amazing. Uh, you know, she works with energies. She needs to work with your energy, Anthony. You you have like, I, Do you have bad energy, Ant? I I mean, I sometimes I don't know really. Yeah. I think when you Taco Bell, your energy gets, or that could just be your digestive system. That might not be your energies.
2: No, you no, you have good energy. It's just what it's what you eat. Well, the the Taco Bell definitely gets my endorphins going. Uh, but then <laughs> for, after, for thirty seconds, you yeah, know what? You yeah. better
0: talk to Erica about that. When we bring Erica on, you better talk to her about that. But yeah, I I have I, I have a I have feeling leave. we're not going to have time. But maybe at another show, you might have to talk to her about that.
2: Your no, interface. what's going to happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. Erica's so profound. I'm gonna. I, it's a shame. You know what? I should have did. I should have picked up some Taco Bell because I already know I'm not going to be saying much this episode because when, when when Erica talks, I just like to listen. Me so too. I should have got that's some food exactly. That's what yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna listen.
0: We'll ask a couple yeah. of questions. We let her roll because yeah. Erica's deep yeah. like that. So she's a lot smarter than us. So that, without question, <laughs> yeah. But it's good to have uh, uh, <laughs> It's good to have some insightful people so that we can get out of our, our stupidity here. But uh, all right, guys. So let's get into this. Introducing Erica Salva our good friend. Hey, Erica, how you doing?
1: Hi guys. I'm great. How are you today? Thanks so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us, Erica. We've been uh, meaning to, you know, get you back on as a guest for the longest time, but uh, you know, with everything that's happened, the obvious, uh, the COVID nineteen hitting the ground running, uh, has really uh, put a halt to uh, a lot of businesses, including ours. Uh, the grooming industry was shut down for a while, so we're really happy to have you on the show and uh, talk a little bit about how. It has affected you, so uh, obviously you were shut down too. So let's talk a little bit about that. When were you shut down? How did it affect you, Erica? And uh, let's uh, let's let's get right into that.
1: Yeah, it's been quite interesting for the world, actually. Right? Since um, well, for us, it started in March here in New Jersey, and I'd say the 17th of March is probably when I shut down the first time, and that was by I did it a few days earlier than some, but I knew it was coming. So we kind of started to wrap up and, you know, my staff was already not comfortable. I had two little boys at home and I was going to have to start homeschooling the next day. So with the, those decisions, we, you know, well, sorry, with those things happening, we made the decision to close down. It just seemed to be the right thing to do. And then, you know, it was by government, you know, order, you know, mandate that we were not essential businesses and everybody was closing down. So we did that. Sure. That was, um, you know, a whirlwind, and then you just go from that into whatever you're dealing with in your own life. In my life personally, at the time it happened to be, I had two little boys to homeschool, and you start figuring that out. And then I would say it was the first week of May uh, when the week before the government had decided that we were essential businesses. Grooming was a necessity, so by you know following CDC guidelines and doing things on a limited basis we've decided that, okay, let's try this. So my, my business just for pause in Lynnhurst, we decided that we would try and open back up. I had to send, you know, pack up my boys and send them to go stay with their dad for a couple of weeks. He's in Princeton, just so that I could reopen my business and and see what this was going to be like. Unfortunately, I was met with the new challenge of not being able to get staff back. I was able to get my Um, My right hand, Angela, who's our client services manager and and also Academy, um, you know, assistant director. So with her and I, that was great. And I'm, you know, obviously a groomer. I've been grooming a lot of years, but I have stepped away from grooming for a while just to be running the business and not so much be in the business. So right. I decided I would come back, get back at my table and start grooming, which I loved and it was wonderful to be able to get back and help with because honestly I knew that the, it was gonna be needed. It had been about six weeks, I think, that we were closed at that time. So, you know, yeah. dogs that were already matted and needed to get groomed, and you know, you guys yeah. know from so, your experience, springtime is when all the dogs are matted anyway. So sure. oh, yeah.
0: Could I let can I let me jump in real quick, Erica? Sure. I, I wanna ask you this. How did you feel when we were deemed Non-essential how did that make you feel and how was it coming back after not grooming for so long? Because I know how it affected me and I just want your opinion so first question is how did you feel when you were deemed when we were deemed non-essential and then? How was it coming back after not grooming all that time? Sure.
1: So the thing about us not being non-essential I I think it just goes to the point that what we do. There's such a misunderstanding about grooming in general and sure. what we do for animals, I've had countless people contact me, just, you know, not only the, when are you coming back? We miss you. We need you, but also some really some statements about, wow, I had no idea what you guys do. Like exactly. I'm faced for the first time with having to, to tend to my pet and everything from, wow, this is eye opening." to holy cow. My dog is insane. And I don't know how you guys do this. To, you know, <laughs> exactly. st- and, and then, and then of course, you have the small group of people who just aren't, you know, they have trouble handling their own life situation, I think. And so they might not be as kind or empathetic towards us as people who work and take care of their pets out of the goodness and kindness of our hearts. So they're just like, well, when are you coming back? And it's like, well, right, uh, right. We've got stuff going on too. And so, you know, you got to understand it all. And you just say, well, this is what it is. I'm kind of a right, believer right. in you can't control what you can't control. So if it's a, if it's sure. out of, you know, out of my hands, well, then I can't, there's really no point in me getting upset or, you right. know,
0: I, th- I think most people realized how essential we were very quickly um, yeah. it, based on what you're saying and, and uh, our experience as well. But yeah. So the second part of that question, like after being shut down for six weeks or more, how was it coming back? Like, I, I, cause I know I was caught up, Anthony and I both were just caught up in this lull of laziness and not handling dogs. And it was really, really, really rough for us to come. How, how did that affect you coming it back was, the first day after not doing it, was it for so long? Rough. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, it was rough for a, a number of different reasons. And I understand exactly what you're saying because you, you do, you get into and then there's the the whole psychological thing behind, you know, we have to take a look at what this COVID quarantining cool pandemic has done to each of us individually. Um, you know, sure. we have to stop and say, Hey, I'm a human being. I have emotions. I have, you know, thoughts, I have feelings and I am affected sure. to some degree. I don't care what it is. We're all affected to some degree and it's, in, you know, it's individualized. So everybody gets affected differently based on our life situations and what we've been through in our lives. How do we cope? What kind of, mm-hmm. you know, coping mechanisms do we use on a daily basis, that kind of stuff. And then there's the just, you know, having to go back to work and what else do you have hanging at home? And, and, you know, if you don't have too many other stressors then that's pretty good. But if you do, I happen to have some situations going on that made it, you know, made it a little bit difficult to go back. So there's layers, I guess is what I'm saying. There was layers of challenge yeah. for me in particular. My kids are, one's adopted, one's biological. So they're both 11, uh, one's 11 and right. a half. So I have to say that because people scratch their heads and go, what? So, yeah. and, they're, and they're both very different. One is, has special needs and, because he was uh, a sickly child. And then the other one has, is gifted and talented. So I have, I have these unusual life circumstances that I'm constantly juggling, but that's just me and who I am. And then I've got the fact that I do Reiki and I'm empathic. So when I went back to work, something I didn't expect to have happen was I'm picking up on all of these energies from these animals that I had never experienced before. And they're a lot of the heaviness and the the struggle and the strife. And so I found myself, I don't know if you know what Palo Santo is, but it's like sage when you burn sage and you like cleanse your space sure. and clear the air. I was doing that a lot more in my shop and giving Reiki to the animals before I started sure. working on them because the end of my first day of going back to work. I had like this emotional breakdown and I didn't understand why I had to meditate. I had to go deep into it. And then I realized, Holy crap. I'm like, I'm absorbing all of these animals energies, which I did to an extent before, but I, and and also the peoples, the parents, Mm -hmm. you know, you talk to them on the phone. So there was a blessing in disguise to be able to check in on curbside and not have everybody in your shop too. Only because it was, you know, if there's so yeah. many energies swirling in the world today, yeah. it's just the fact it's not, it's you know, sure. oh, this person's bad, that person's bad, or they're trying to hurt me. It's just, this is just yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah. I And I, I agree with you on taking the dogs in curbside and curbside and having that personal space for a while just to wean back into it, because I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. You, you really, I think a part of it is we had to reassess all of those energies too, when dealing with live animals and just what's going on in our personal life, as you mentioned, I think we just needed that time alone without dealing with too much, you know, customer interaction. We really needed to focus on just kind of connecting with the dogs again. Uh, So uh, yeah, I I think that's definitely a a big part of what you're saying.
1: Yeah. I think they were, you know, they were struggling a lot if you believe in this stuff, I mean, I think today m- most everybody's going to say they're not the same person anymore. You know, you went into Absolutely. this COVID thing and, and everybody has changed or transformed. I don't care on, on what level, but on some level and, and it's happening with the animals too. And so yeah. they're, they're absorbing. We're all in each other's faces in our homes, you know, our yeah. with our parents, our siblings, our animals, our whatever it is, whoever you live with right. in whatever environment you have. And the animals were coming back more tweaked than ever before and so sure and just like we are you know so yeah yeah you know, like you yeah. said well, the, the break from absolutely having to deal with the input of people too
0: yeah a lot of people are just referring to it as like the new earth theory yeah. and uh, you know just a, a whole new paradigm or realm that we're entering in and yeah. uh i, I totally that. agree yeah yeah and uh we're with you. Hun- That's why we love having you on the show, you know, because Anthony and I talk about it all the time, just the whole new earth thing. And, you know, it's all good. But like, like anything, you know, we have to go through some bad to, to get to, to the good. Right. Anthony?
1: Transitions are never comfortable. Right.
2: No, no. But yeah, they, but they always yeah. Work out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were I I remember when all this first started I had like this week of it felt like a 7-day long anxiety attack and I've never oh. felt anything like that before. It was very strange and I maybe there was just I mean probably for the obvious reasons of, you know, just too much going on. I was afraid. This was all so new and like like you had just said Erica like there was just like a like sort of like this new perspective of everything all at once came rushing to me. And it was like this like entire week of like, I felt like I was dying or dead or like a rebirth kind of, it It was very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Very strange. Like a transition. Yeah. yeah, And then it was weird. It was like, I woke up one day and it was just different. I just felt different, but now not in a anxiety way now in more of like a perspective way and an appreciation way. I guess it's hard to put into words, but a transition is the best. Like you guys just said is the way I felt, I guess, when this all first started and then I sort of started feeling better. It felt like a transition, like, like a completely different planet. That's really what it felt like.
1: I agree. Uh, And it doesn't, none of that sounds crazy. It resonates with me completely. I I understand.
0: Yeah. yeah I. Uh, that's why we Again Erica We love having you on the show Because We feel like we're crazy And <laughs> We like crazy You know Obviously You know cr- I, I think that Whatever you want to call us Crazy people Are actually coming together In mass droves now So Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah I, well, I, I, light I like is the crazy, crazy
1: Yeah Call me crazy Because I'm, I'm with you Yeah Love and light You know It's, it's mm-hmm. the most powerful mm-hmm. uh, Energies in the universe And it's It's Absolutely. going to cure us And heal us And I have my own opinions on what COVID really is and sort sure. of a mass karmic cleansing that we are experiencing and needed to have happen. And it's not over and it will continue. And those who are able to see through the veils and w- are willing to do the hard work and the changes that are required of them, you know, part of us, each of us individually, personally, as well as then, you know, on the macro you know, so like you talked about, Anthony, you talked about going through this like transition, this like in- incredible change in metamorphosis that I, you know, you're yeah. saying that it's happened to me. It's happened to my husband. It's happened to my kids. It's happening to my neighbors. It's happening to my yeah. friends. It's happening everywhere. And it's a beautiful, amazing thing, but no one can explain it. Right. Because these things are, yeah. you know, unless you are already in those kinds of metaphysical fields or studying uh, n- neural you know, feedback stuff. And I don't even understand all of the terminology for it, but there's so
0: much cool science
1: that's that's coming out of of it too. And all I know is we're going to be better off for it on the other side of it. So I'm trying to not, you know, talk about panic attacks. I never had a panic attack or experienced one in my life. And and I just had my first one a few weeks ago. And then you have to go through that and understand, well, what is that? What does that mean? And why is this happening to me now? I have to. Mm-hmm, right. So you start to study and understand and go deeper, and all the answers lie within ourselves. All, all of us. We have our, we that's have our right. brain, which is our computer, and then our body. You know, for however long we take care of it, will will help us. You know, and and be the machine to to drive all this. And so we've got our mission sure. in life, whatever that is, and we're all going to yeah. figure that out. Um, I think that's what's that's coming. Right. And,
0: Yeah, Without question, there's just a huge uh, spiritual awakening happening. And when you incorporate that with, you know, your personal life, obviously you have a lot on your plate there, Erica. And I, you know, I applaud you for uh, everything you're doing, especially with two young boys and running your business. And again, just, I think people also need to understand what we do with dog grooming, we have to really put all of that together. And it's very difficult. I think internally, it's, it's a difficult thing to do to process it and, then, and be a good dog groomer and try to yeah. connect with dogs and dog owners who are also going through the metamorphosis. So I think that there's no such thing as a dog groomer that just doesn't have a lot on their plate. And I think that maybe in a way, God chooses us to do what we do because we can handle it or mm-hmm. we at least try our best. Yeah. Um, and again, talking to you is just like a breath of fresh air because you just know exactly what we're feeling because you're a dog groomer, and and uh, I haven't met many dog groomers that that haven't had a challenge on their plate there. Um, and again, it's just it's it's a joy to connect with you on this level. Erica. And I, and we knew that I think the first time we ever met at the show and, and all of that, it was kind of like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, we clicked and, and, um, and it's a beautiful thing, but where do you, you have two young sons here. So how are you juggling that?
1: Well, you know, you find ways to do things. I am married. My husband became unemployed before COVID happened and okay. he was working on transitioning himself into another career and role. And so I was lucky enough to be able to have help there, but I still have to be home and I still have to, you know, school my kids, right. Cause they're not his kids. And so there's there's support and that's wonderful, but right. my business is my own and my kids are my own. So I do still have to have that be there and be available. And, um, right. and I don't like to do things half hearted. You know, I want to do what I do all the way and do it the right way. And so because of the forced shutdown, it was almost kind of like it was so difficult, but it because it was forced upon me, there was nothing I could do about it except try to get staff back and without being able to do that. And then you go to well, let me try and hire people. And that didn't work either because I'm sure everybody's doing the same thing. You know, everybody's got the same situation going on. So except for the few who maybe haven't applied for unemployment and so they don't care and they'll go and work wherever and it wasn't working out like that for me. So I put all of my efforts into being at home and, and working and focusing on my kids. And now I sure. will spend the rest of the time the summer to try and refocus on, well, okay, so what what am I now? Am I still a grooming business? Am I going to be just a grooming academy? How do we how do we continue and right. further transition to become the new whatever we are? Um, yeah. So yeah. It's not easy. I meditate a lot, dudes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you enough. I've had mm-hmm. more, and even with that, it's like, you know, you, you talk about having, I, I have to go back to it, That you know, anxiety, panic attacks, stress, things that you maybe never had to deal with in your life. And now we're supposed to be right. at home and we're supposed to be protected and safe, but yet, well, why are these things happening? Right? So you have to stop and, and look at all that. And so I've been doing that over the last, where are we now? It's you know March, April, May, June. It's been three months. We're all home and we're just, so it's not just transition. For business, but it's a transition and the personal metamorphosis. So I've been doing that along the way and meditating along the way and, and trying to ascend and elevate and evolve and understand all of these things better so that I can, so that I can juggle and so that I can balance myself and stay grounded and not get upset that I don't have staff coming back, not get upset that um, people don't understand that I have, you know, serious things in my life. So I can't just come back and groom everybody's dog, you know, things like that. So right. I don't think I did it perfectly on every single day. I'm sure I, I was uh nasty and snapped at some people along the way. I'm sure I cried a bunch of times more than maybe I needed to.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> <But> right. <laughs> it, when
1: well. it's all said and done, it's okay because at least we're looking at our issues. We're, Trying to deal with them and we're trying to deal with them in a positive manner instead of taking it out on other people or on our animals or on the strangers in the street or trying to drive somebody off the True. road. So that's, that's yeah. how I'm coping. I'm coping by keeping myself together and keeping myself sane because I figure if I stay sane and I'm good and I'm grounded, then I can do and serve and I can continue serving my children, my home, my husband, my pets, then you know you go a little yeah. bit further yeah. outside of that, and then you say you, you know your your town and your the society and the animals and the, you know my business and and the employees and that's it. I just try mm-hmm. every day, sure. and well, and that's how I manage. I,
0: I think you're doing a phenomenal job, Erica, and we just commend you for, and all dog groomers alike. Every, and uh, yeah, yep.
1: that's all anybody can do, right? Everybody's trying. Yeah. Everybody's in the same boat. We are. We that's literally it. are all one because everybody yeah. for the. We've been, the playing field has been leveled for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're rich, if you're poor, what I mean, I say, and then you look and then there's all these, all this stuff going out and going on in the streets and in the world talk about, you know, switching gears, but right. So there's all this civil unrest and, but that's, what's going to happen during times like this. People are coming alive. People are awakening. People are, are realizing it's enough. I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore, you know, right, and, that's and right. next is going to be the animals. That's where I'm going to take the stand. You know, when, the, when that revolution rolls around guys, I don't know if you're going to be out there, but I'll be out there with you and I'll be, I'll be working elbows to elbows with you with my signs and I will protest and I say animals are sentient beings and we should be doing that. The same thing that New Zealand just passed that law. Could you imagine that New Zealand right. is that amazing that they just did that? So wow. we need to do that. I Everybody know that. Do that. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. So wow, I say, that's... Um, mm-hmm. yeah, well, wow. We're,
0: we're definitely going to be on the front line with you, Erica, <laughs> because it's important to us as well. And, uh, yep, so, okay, guys, we're sitting here with our good friend, Erica Salvamini, just for pause, Pet Spa, and Academy. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with our good friend, Erica.
2: Hey, guys, Rudy and Anthony again. Over these last couple of months, we have gotten an entirely new perspective on how much joy dogs truly bring to our lives. And that's what we want you guys to think about for a minute. Think about how much joy your dog has truly brought to your life, particularly during these last few difficult months. We have a great way for you to show how much you truly care. Give your dog a Kong Box subscription. With a Kong Box subscription, your dog gets two great toys, three delicious treats, and two recipes or tips delivered right to your door every month or every other month. Kong's been making top quality dog toys and pet products since 1970. Now you can have their best products customized for your dog and delivered right to your door.
0: Yeah, guys, the day we received our Kong box, we were so excited to open it up. We figured, why not try it out on the dogs here at the grooming shop? They went so crazy, they loved the toys and treats so much, we ended up giving the entire Kong box away to our clients that day.
2: So for a limited time, when you sign up for a 6 or 12 month subscription and donate $1 to Best Friends Animal Society to help other dogs in need, you get your first box free. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to KongBox.com GroomerHumor and get your first box free with your subscription and $1 donation. If you and your dog don't absolutely love your box, you can cancel your subscription for a small fee, which we all know isn't going to happen. You just can't beat the value and convenience of a Kong Box subscription. So help a dog in need and your first box is free. Go to KongBox.com GroomerHumor. That's KongBox.com GroomerHumor. Let's Talk
1: Pets. Let's Talk Pets.
0: On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
2: Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad, Rudy V, and our very good friend from Just for Cause Pet Spa and Academy, Erica. Salvamini. And before we went to break, Erica, you said something that made a lot of sense to me uh, that I liked. We were kind of forced through this entire situation to face problems head on almost like to their bare bones because everything got sort of stripped away all at once. Like me personally if I had a bad day at work or um, just anything, anything that stressed me out, you know, what, what I do, what anybody does, you, you have a beer or you watch a, a baseball game or something. Right. And, and that played a big role in when I started to transition into this new perspective of everything. And, you know, I'm talking about this because grooming had played a major role in it too. But yeah, that played a big role in it for me where all of a sudden, everything I knew up to that point in my life sort of just went away all of a sudden your sanctity at home i didn't feel safe anywhere I feel safe yeah. at work I didn't feel safe at home couldn't watch the mets even though i'm not, I'm not sure why i would want to to begin with and <laughs> uh you know, couldn't uh you know i was much too nervous to have a beer and forget about it you know it wasn't this was bigger than a than just a bad day at work this was uh, all of a sudden a pandemic and but i like what you said that it was the growth that happens from when you're literally forced to transition or gain a new perspective or face your problems directly in the face, I sort of, it was actually now that I'm looking at it almost like a positive thing, like where it's like, that's when things get done, when you, when you do get mad or when you do see things for what they really are. I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Like, do you, do you agree sort of with what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I agree. So much. It's, um, it resonates with me. It's super powerful. You know, you're talking about transitioning when you transition into a new perspective, everything you knew went away, the safety that you knew went away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was huge. I felt like the bottom was dropping out for me. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I look around now and I say, well, there wasn't really, I didn't have to feel like that, but yet that was the feeling. And it doesn't matter if it really was happening or not, because when you're in that moment, it's gripping you you know, Mm -hmm. you're, you feel like your life's ending, right? So you got, (laughs) everything was changing and nothing was working, right? You couldn't watch the Mets. You couldn't have a beer. I couldn't meditate enough. And, you know, things that I used to do that were helping wouldn't help. And then, like you said, all of a sudden, it's like you go to sleep after a week of torture and one day you, and finally you wake up and it's quiet and somehow Mm -hmm. somewhere, some way you managed to find peace in all of it. And you, you did the work, you thought it through, you know, it was happening, and, and here we are on the other side of it, and we can talk about it and feel like I am different. I did grow, and the opportunities absolutely come out of the the biggest challenges. I don't care what mm. they are, but that's where the greatest things in life they're born out of. I've been through enough yeah. challenges and struggle. One day, we'll have a beer, and I'll tell you about it, but <laughs> you know, when you have enough sure. to- When you have enough material to go on, you start to see a pattern, and opportunities are boundless. Now I see for all of us, and it's wonderful. So Mm. I, it's scary as hell when it's happening, and you, you sometimes, and you forget those things when it's happening because you're just like, oh, you know, everything is. You can't do something as simple as getting up and you know texting your mom to see how she's feeling or you open your mail because it's too much, whatever. Right. Um, Right. And then all of a sudden you, you manage, and it's all better. And it's, and yeah. it is all better. And it gives you perspective for the next time, the next challenge that comes up, the next time you're triggered. Let's
0: let's yeah. talk about that, that uh, the optimism of it with everything, the shutdown that occurred and all of the positive feedback that we got as, you know, being, you know, essential. Where do you see it going, Erica, from this point forward? Do you think that it's going to draw more people to want to groom either professionally or at home. Where do you see it going? Even though it's still up in the air, what's your opinion? Where, where are we going?
1: I think it's interesting that you bring that up because I happen to know that some of the groomers just by, you know, chatting and stuff, I think it may, I think people are going to start grooming it and in home more. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's going to become a permanent solution, but it might be a temporary solution Because frankly, a lot of groomers, you know, I've been a business owner for 16 years. And so I've had a lot of groomers work for me. And I know their perspective, a lot of them, it's very similar. And a lot of them, you know, they go into it, they do want autonomy, they want to work for themselves, but they don't want all the stuff that comes along with it. So they want to just go into work, groom their dogs, go home, don't bother me with any of the other stuff. I get it. Otherwise, they'd be the business owner, right? So so i think that in home grooming for them it's easier and it makes sense and it also makes sense for the people who need their pets groomed and they can't necessarily get into the shops however right. like everything else anything new that comes along has its challenges and you know i know everybody and their mother started doing the amazon fresh the at home grocery store shopping the moment everybody got sent home to covid because right. of covid and then all of a sudden that whole system it fell apart yeah. and you couldn't you know so because it wasn't prepared like everything else any other service yeah. uh, wasn't prepared for the overload. So I think if it's if that starts to happen, there's going to be new problems, new challenges, because people at home who just want their dogs groomed, they most of them don't understand still till this day that it's an unregulated industry. You don't understand what who you're asking to come groom your pet. You don't understand necessarily the qualifications or the energetic makeup of that person. You could be opening yourself up to such tremendous challenges you sure. personally, as well as your pet. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, as a person who works with energy as I am, and I'm a firm believer in this stuff, you know, if you go to get a massage by someone who happens to, and they're, and they're off time, be a very ugly and dark, sinister person, don't right. think for a second that those energies are not getting transferred into wow. you as that person is massaging you and touching you. So well, that's you can deep. then, You can take that and turn that into a situation where a person who maybe doesn't have the best energy is working on your pet. And there's reasons why they don't have to necessarily hit or cut your dog to make them feel bad, especially now in these times where we are ascending and our energies are becoming more pure. We are becoming more pure vessels. And so you're either going to absorb the light and become the light, or you're going to get darker and uglier and you're going to fall away. And you're going to be one of those people who takes a selfie off a cliff because you just don't really care about anything else. You only care about yourself. And those are the people that aren't going to exist anymore. So, like anything else, I would suggest to people, and I still tell people today, you know, whether you're going to come to my grooming shop or go somewhere else. And it's the same thing, whether you're Mm -hmm. going to invite a groomer, you know, if you're going to invite a groomer into your house. Whoever it is, just make sure that you have done your homework. Feel good about your choice. Make sure that you can say, all right, I did ask X, Y, and Z. I did ask about their certification. I did check their background. I did ask for at least three references. Um, yep. for, for you know, yep. So those kinds of things are important. People shouldn't think so much about, well, this is my accessory, and I need my my living, breathing, sentient being of a dog that's an accessory. I need it to look good, and I don't care who touches it. Or who rips its right. tear out? Like that yeah. can't fly anymore because you're going to pay mm-hmm. the price because your pet's going to pay the price and you're going to be heartbroken, or at least you should be heartbroken if your dog gets really, really hurt. You know, some people unfortunately care about the material stuff and the more, sure. the yeah. stuff that doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you know what, Erica, the grooming industry is very lucky to have you because of your, just your deep feelings uh, towards what you do and what you feel is just so essential. <laughs> um, in, 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 yeah. In the grooming industry, it really is. And I, we totally agree with everything you're saying because it's so, so important. I love your analogy, getting a massage from somebody who's not a good person. Definitely. Yeah. They're just putting all that into you. And um, it, it's actually horrifying to think yeah. that. And I, I think the grooming industry, and again, it's the part of our, our whole thing with, uh, with our grooming channel and our podcast, it really still has a lot it's a long ways because of the no regulations. And as if it wasn't bad enough without being regulated, now you have this whole COVID thing happening. So yeah. it, it kind of distances us even further, but in a weird way, I think it's going to take the back road and get there even quicker. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that anyway, and with people like you and us, I think yeah. it's going to get there quicker. So yeah, uh, again, it's just, such a pleasure to have you with us, Erica. Talking about it, uh, your insight is just amazing. We definitely want to have you on more, and uh, yeah. so that we, we should can collaborate. We, can we
1: always yeah, say we, that. We,
0: we, we will. We'll collaborate and we'll actually uh, go through this like together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because uh, I think that grooming isn't going anywhere. It Really, it, it's a mainstay. It's necessary, obviously, it um, and and we have to definitely uh be the voice for these pets these animals we have to be their voice i agree um, and I agree. and uh, what a voice to have so you, yours is amazing um
1: you as well you guys you're awesome and i think we should do you. something where I'll, i like i want to do diy videos for people to help them sure. just little quick little snippets so they yeah. know how to yeah. take Absolutely. care of the pets at home while we're not around that's um, right are, yeah. are you guys able to groom by the way i didn't even get to ask you are you open yeah we're and, like yeah
2: yeah, yeah, it was uh, What's what, – we've been back – how long now? I, I, yeah, I, it's all weeks? such a blurb. Yeah, six something weeks? like that. Because yeah. we um, – just like you, Erica, it's about, you know, we were shut down for about six weeks. And since it's just me and my dad here, uh, we didn't yeah. have to – we were fortunate to not have to worry about uh, the staff stuff that right. unfortunately you had to go through. So once we got the okay to reopen, we stayed open. It was still so rocky yeah. because so many – it just, I mean, just inundated with calls, and unfortunately, yeah. you know as well as I do, yeah. this business it's not as easy to just uh, say, "Oh, well, I'll come to your shop and help you," or "I'll come to your yeah. shop and help you," because what about all the people that are in your like somebody's somebody's shop is going to, you know, it just doesn't work that yeah. way all, all the time, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: we're we're getting a lot of phone calls from other shops that haven't opened yet so we're getting yeah. their customers. and and the days of me grooming you know 10 dogs a day are far gone erica you know i'm just i'm an old man now and i'm I'm trying yeah, to hang on you Dude, know i can so. barely
1: do five a day are you kidding me it's yeah, so yeah. exactly
0: it, it, it that's is. what i'm saying yeah exactly so you know five whoever want yeah whoever wants to wait can wait and whoever doesn't i guess they'll have to find other means but yeah
1: yeah. Kindness and patience goes a long way. And that's all we've ever sure. asked. And I've asked of people and, and those who can be kind and empathetic and understand because there's honestly nothing else we can do. You know, we help who we can help and that yes. we, we do what we can do and that's it. And you can't yeah. do anything more than that. So um, I right. applaud you guys too. Cause you're out there and you. and you know, you're doing the right thing and you're trying to get, you know, get the word out for animals sure. the right way, you know, and, and make sure that they're taken care of the right way. So
2: that, that was our first response. Like when we got shut down, that was our first, it wasn't about money. And we've said this a few times so far in the, in the shows that followed us being reopened and people could choose to believe us or not. But our first reaction was what about the dogs? Yeah. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? We can't groom the dog. What about the dog? It had nothing to do with yeah. money. Yeah. They um, got yeah, poop sure. stuck to their butts. Yeah. What yeah do right. We do, you know? Know. Right. Know. It, it, it was, you know what it is. It's, it's very easy to not be a groomer and say, Oh yeah, because Haircuts aren't important right now, but it's like, yeah, you guys have never seen a nail get so long that it grows around and digs into the dog's pad.
1: That's right. Uh, you know That's what right. I
2: mean? Things, things yeah. like that. You, you've never seen an ear infection to the yeah. degree that we have or anal glands being impacted. And now it's mm-hmm. a vet visit. Uh, you know, just, yeah. you, you know, I, I don't have yeah. to tell you. And those were the first things that started going through our minds. Oh, my God. We have a few dogs that are 15 years old that come in every two weeks because right. they just need it because they have growths and they, they burst and they need to be cleaned. And
1: My I you know, know, things
2: like that. And and that was our first reaction. What about him? And what about her? And oh, my God. And oh. we didn't want to get in trouble either. And we didn't want to. We didn't know. We didn't know what to do. <laughs> we we were, you know, we thought, OK, should we open anyway? It's for the goodness of the dogs. But then if we get shut down further, then it's just there's the dogs or something. There was no right answer. And, I know. You know. It's true. You no, know, it, it, it was just <laughs> a scary time. And that's why we're really hoping that going forward. And through our channel, and through people like you, Erica, who are who are very good at saying things, <laughs> to, to, put yeah. it, to, to put it simply, you're you're very good at putting your thoughts out there. Hopefully, through well, people like nice. us, can yeah. teach yeah. you're you're, you know? you're deep, Erica. That's that's oh, awesome God. quality.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some that's nice. I'm glad you appreciate me. I think I'm too deep for some people sometimes. No. but I, no, I not at all. I, I know. I know what I want to say when it comes to the animals. So for me, doing this for them, it's ah, uh, it's easy and is a no brainer. There was a time where I was uh, very, very introverted and extremely bad at any sort of public speaking, which I probably still would be if it were on any other subject matter, honest to God. So I appreciate the forum that you give me and the fact that you even think I have interesting things to say and can, can help our industry and our pets. So thank you. You guys are wonderful. Mm -hmm. And if I can ever do anything further in this capacity, you know, I'm always here. Let me know because I I am trying to, I'm I'm trying to figure this stuff out too, you guys. So maybe we can figure it out together.
0: For sure, for sure. Yeah. Thank you, Erica.
2: So, really quick before we go, Erica, where can uh, people find you if they haven't <laughs> heard our first episode with you? Yeah, where can the uh their your website, your Facebook, all that stuff?
1: Yeah, so I have a website at petspa dot com, and that's spelled J U S T the number four P A W S P E T S P A dot com. You can find me on LinkedIn as well, Erica Salomini. And I also have a blog on the website, on our Just For Pause website. We're also on Instagram. So I post a lot of meditative stuff. You guys say you like the, the deep stuff I put out there and I, I have started writing more. Um, so you can check out my blog. You might dig that and you might also dig some of my posts on, on LinkedIn because a lot of it has to do with a lot of different subject matters, not just about the animals and the pets, but also just about transition and about. You know all the stuff that's happening now to all of us, and and uh, all the stuff that we were talking about here today. So, yeah. if anybody's yeah. interested, check it out, and um, you know we go from there. Yeah. The struggle in our business is real. The animals still need the help, and you know we can make a change. So I'm all for it. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll yeah. with my man let's go let's go get Me him. too
2: let's fight the good fight that's it let's do it <laughs> Yep. with that said thank you so much for stopping by guys thank you to erica salvamini our wonderful guest today always so profound and always just such a wonder to listen to as always we'd like to thank our producer mark winter thank you so much mark if you guys haven't already head on over to our youtube channel it's called grooming by rudy that's grooming by rudy on youtube.com leave a comment like share subscribe we want to hear from all you guys. You could also like me by Rudy on Facebook, follow me by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure. And until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.